back at the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum. This is an internet broadcasting podcast brought to you by my independent film company, Rebel Pictures, and the Michigan Business Network. We are at the Blue Owl Coffee in Old Town, Lansing. After hours, people are walking by and going, wait, I thought that place was closed. What the hell are they doing in there? You can see the looks on the faces. But we're, we're continuing the conversation with a dear friend of mine, talented artist, author, actor, director, Julian Van Dyke. And um, let's get into talking about some of your, your books as an author. Cool. You got a couple things that, you know, a lot of things that are coming out. But um, let's talk about does this make you a bully? Oh, man. And the importance <clears throat> and kind of the origin of that. Um, that has been on the shelf. Um, I, I start publishing back in um, 2013 uh, with the books called um, The Things We Do at My School. They're, they're all targeted towards our younger children, uh, the children's books. And I do that for a reason. I purposely write children's books, and I'll tell you later. But uh, the first two books were um, uh, The Things We Do at My School. Uh, I used to go on to visit schools and my younger daughter and I used to uh, visit our young uh, student artists and see how they um, uh, do in, in schools their, their daily lives. The second book, um, the music we call jazz, um, talks about the genre of different music, but it really founds on uh, the topic of jazz. And the thing about this book is we are about to start working with uh, some talented um, artists, musicians, uh, one being uh, uh, Rodney Whitaker oh, wow. at, the, uh, at the music uh, school out in Mississippi State University. I called him and um, I, I sent him the book. And uh, I've always been impressed how jazzy musicians, man, they're always on the hustle, man. But <laughs> um, these guys are professors. Uh, out of Michigan State, they just blow my mind because I know them personally. Yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, Professor Michael Deese, the trombonist, man, uh, uh, Rivera and Rodney. So I've always wanted to do this project uh, to push um, the music we call jazz. Uh, the book talks about um, how jazz came along. You know, we, we started out with spirituals. It's cultural, especially from my people of the yeah. slaves. And then you have uh, the gospel, and then you have rhythm and blues. Uh, you have country and western, and then you have uh, rock, and then you have rap. Rap is, is an art form that can be attached to any form, genre of music. But um, I grew up on jazz because my mom and dad used to have these jazz albums, and they, and they would have parties. So I grew up on Duke Ellington and yeah. Satchmo, and as I got older, Miles Davis and... Uh, I love Duke Ellington's uh, Money Jungles. Oh, man. man. That's one of my favorites. The thing about that is that, see, we have the freedom nowadays to create and exploit our art. And he's the top. I'm telling you, Duke Ellington, um, the way he traveled the country with his orchestra and played and wrote his music. And he was a genius. And all, just all he those was a guys. genius. Yeah. And he wasn't allowed you know, to, to play in some place. So, but he was a genius. But... Um, going back, growing up, um, I've always listened to jazz, and you know the times I was growing up, and my pops would understand. Like you know, during my time, there was like either Motown or the Beatles. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> Motown or the Beatles. And uh, that just blew us away, but I've always hung out to jazz. So getting back to this project, um, I, I reached out and asked Rodney, and he's busy, he's teaching, he's, you know, he's, he's kind of traveling and making music in the studio, but um, he agreed, uh, and if Rodney, if you're listening, then, yeah, I'm exploiting what we're going to be doing next <laughs> month. He said, well, um, maybe next month, December, yeah, we're going to make it work. You know, so I got some space uh, that we can do it. I was thinking about doing that at my house. You've been to my house. Yeah, you my little yeah. studio. We're not going to do it at my studio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to get you to come in and do some show. Yeah, but man. We're not going to have like five musicians filling up the living room trying to put this project together. But <laughs> this is the thing. Um, I dearly appreciate you, man. Oh, because definitely, brother. I'm, I'm trying to do what you do now. Like, people, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm directing. And it's fun. It's fun trying to, I mean, it's like a canvas when you start getting all these things and putting them together and telling the story. Yeah, so, so tell the audience, you know, um, you, you've done a lot of stage work before. Oh. And so this, this kind of came about doing this as a film because uh, it was a short one-act <laughs> play. Yeah. And through w- Riverwalk Theater, which with the pandemic and everything, theaters... In concerts and anything live performance-wise has just been decimated by the pandemic. So what happened to kind of get you involved doing that show for Riverwalk? And what was the, I know it because we talked about it at your place, but for the listeners, like, what was it that made you think, well, I can do something more than just maybe a Zoom uh, (laughs) read-through? Well, Mike, you know, you're an artist. So as artists, you always try to think, not trying to, outdo your fellow artists, but you're talking about how can I, how can I show this in a different vein? And, um, you know, I told Mike previously, but this is the thing. I mean, I got connected by um, Rita Diebler mm. of uh, uh, Riverwalk Theater. Um, to go back, I started doing, uh, one of my, the first productions I did was um, Bus Stop. And, uh, you know, you start doing, you start getting the bug to do theater. You know, you always think that you can do theater, but I'm telling you, it's like going to school. Yeah. You have to study and memorize your lines. And the other parts of uh, acting on stage, it's live, and you're taking your direction from who's an artist themselves. Whether it's a female or male, they're the directors. They have their own ideas um, about shows. So um, the second... Uh, production was um, Cobb. Uh, I did Bud Not Buddy, which was directed by a great director named Tom Ferris. Yeah, um, yeah, I know Tom. And then uh, I was in Sweat last year, which was great um, because director asked me to do two parts of the same. So yeah. that was fun. But it um, was cool. I, I had a uh, an opportunity to see you in that, and that was great, man. Yeah, I, I mean, Kelly. I got an award for the like a Pulsar Award for yeah. best supporting, but. Um, that showed me the different um, ways to direct. Yeah, you so, were terrific in it too. You oh, were really, that, yeah, man. just for playing dual roles. Yeah, and anything is really difficult. And I always think, like you know, I tell people, like you know, if you think you can act, go ahead and audition for something. Go ahead. But um, the directing, in which I had to pick your brain, was like um, Rita Diebler of Riverwalk Theater asked me to be one of the um, fine group of directors. Uh, called uh, Anti-Racist Society. 
And the plays were written by this great playwright and, and poet, Idris Goodwin from Detroit. And um, the, one of the plays that they gave me was Act Free. So most of, of the plays that I've seen online, they're done virtually because of the pandemic. Sure. I get it. Um, and, I, and I'm like we were talking about, I'm not knocking that. I just thought it was so cool that you were trying to do something much bigger and better than that. I've always wanted to do something. So um, I went and recruited um, some talented actors, and which were who were uh, part of the production that I've been in. They're, they, they're all in high school. Um, Kamar Williams uh, and uh, James McCurtis the third. Uh, and and Cal Kerrigan Van Dyke, my yeah. daughter. Uh, they're all in high school, but they I had wrote something uh, previously, like two years ago, called The Prodigal Son, and I, so I went and snatched them. Now, Kamar, this is last year in high school, right? And so he's going, he's looking at uh, going to universities. He's going to be uh, studying uh, musical theater, right? And James, he's just a junior, but they really did great jobs uh, my daughter she's a freshman in east lansing high school so they were they were hands-on and um they, well, it sounds like they had a good director too though thank you but yeah, they just kind of like what do you want us to do so um you know if, if you feed them and, and take their phones away they'll do some great, <laughs> great work but as far as um doing the project I always like well i'm gonna do something business we did try to do it virtually it didn't work. I, I had them bring over their laptops, and I tried to spread them out to different rooms, and we just assumed from the original idea. So uh, it comes on um, this Monday uh, through YouTube, through the Riverwalk Theater uh, um, Facebook channel, and it comes on at seven o'clock. And I hope everyone uh, looks at and, and uh, you know give me some feedback. Now after that event is it going to be available for for folks to check out too because i think like by the time this damn show comes out it's probably going to be past well that you know, window. I, I, yeah i think um i'm um i have a residency at the capital area district library and we're shooting a, a segment down there for that they want to keep that to have that available for february uh, black history month so sure. um you know the things when you do something like this michael you're the professor. <laughs> You're the professional. So I don't know what to do after this. I just shot it. You know, it's almost like someone has painted a great painting. I've been watching it every day. Like, I hey, know. look at my blood. And then you put it away. What do you do with it after that? I don't well, know. I think, I think like, you know, um, maybe do some, some sound tweaking on it and then send it to some festivals, man. Well, thank get, you. Get it, get, it, get it out and get it to some festivals. Uh, I was going to say, too, um, after we come back from this, this quick break, uh, I definitely want to talk more about kind of the correlations oh, between sure, sure. doing the project that has such a heavy subject matter of slavery sure. and post-slavery yeah. and kind of all the craziness and bullshit that we're dealing with in this country when oh, it yeah. comes to how black and brown people are treated uh, from everybody, but especially law enforcement and everything, oh, too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back with Julian Van Dyke talking more about art and life and everything under the sun. So this is the Magic Hour with Michael McCallum, Michigan Business Network, Rebel Pictures. Now my journey must adjourn. 